Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, my name is James, and you are listening to The Sleep Pod. Every episode, I make up a long boring and frivolous story, helping you wind down at the end of the day so that you'll be ready for some top-tier sleep. The random word that I will be using as a starting-off point of inspiration for this week's story has just been emailed to me from that shadowy secret society that controls every aspect of modern culture. You know the one I'm talking about. And that word is holes. So get yourself comfortable. Forget about the outside world. Close your eyes. And I'll begin with this week's story. Holes. Her 
name at birth was actually Chloe Parkour. And her great-grandfather had invented the sport parkour. When she was young, she embraced the family legacy. But after 25 years of constantly being asked to run and jump over things, Eventually, the novelty wore off. Sometimes she just wanted to go for a walk. But people would say, Hey, Chloe. Do a backflip. And that's why she liked walking in the woods, in the countryside, away from people who might recognize her away from people in general. And on that day, she just wanted some time to herself, to reconnect with herself. She had parked her car in the normal place that she parked her car when she went for a walk in this specific area. She had walked by a few dog walkers An old couple going out for a early afternoon stroll. All the usual types of people that she came across when she went out to the woods. The first path that she walked down after getting out of her car was quite narrow, but very straight. This was usually the area where she encountered people most frequently. And as she got further into the woods, it was less common that she saw anybody. The path was dry, compacted dirt with a few little dips and rises. But in general it was quite flat and straight with a few bushes and brambles running either side. After about five minutes of walking She reached the end of this specific path and was greeted by a wider footpath. It was wide enough for cars to travel up and down it, but the only vehicles that would travel in this specific area were owned by the company that oversaw maintenance of the woods. And it was very rare to see anybody in a vehicle. And so it was no surprise to Chloe that she didn't see any cars or vans 
cars or even motorbikes there. She had turned right and carried on walking for a little while. This path was lined by taller trees. There were a few oak trees. And a few willow trees. Providing a nice amount of shade for the path. As she walked, gradually the distant sound of roads and traffic got fainter and fainter until all she could hear was the wind running through the leaves of the trees. Birds and the occasional sound of a bee or a dragonfly or maybe just a fly flying near her of course accompanied by the sound of her shoes and the dirt of the path. After a little while she got to a smaller path that branched off from this larger path. As she turned onto it she had to duck out of the way from some low-hanging leaves. She ducked out of the way and maneuvered herself around the foliage. And then she found herself on a winding gravel path. She knew from past walks that if she'd stayed on the wider path for a little bit longer, she could quite easily turn left up there and she wouldn't have to duck out of the way from leaves and stuff. But she preferred this first turning. It added a little bit of variety to the walk. This area was more like a heath land. With heather and low brambly plants stretching off for quite some distance on either side of her. The path was quite windy but after going on this specific route quite a number of times, she knew exactly where it was going. She could see for quite a distance in front of her, the landscape in front, shades of dark green with the occasional highlight of purple rolled out in front of her for probably about a mile. 
though she wasn't that good at estimating distances. She quite liked this stage of the walk, although she preferred it when it was a bit less sunny. The lack of tall trees provided no shade, and on slightly warmer days, this could easily be the most annoying part of the walk, more annoying than having to traverse difficult terrain. But luckily, on that day it wasn't too hot. Every now and then clouds would drift over the sky, obscuring the sunlight, providing a few moments of relief. A few minutes later she had started approaching a line of trees. They weren't big trees, quite small, considering how large some of the trees were in the whole general area of the woodland. The gravel on the path had gradually got less and less and was once again replaced by dirt and really short bits of grass. The path wound its way, turning left and then right, following the outskirts of a treed area. So she carried on walking, first turning left and then turning right, and then entering the first heavily treed area that she knew she would get to. There were a lot of birds in this area. She could hear them. She didn't really see them. And she wasn't very good at identifying what their calls were either. But their chirping and tweeting provided the soundtrack for this next stage in her walk. The path here was a bit more undulating than it had been for the previous stages. There were some big, quite deep ditches that ran parallel to the path. At some point some heavy machinery must have been here. Either that or there was some geological reason for this. She wasn't sure but assumed that vehicles must have been around this area at some point. After all, it still wasn't too far away from quite a busy road. As she walked, the path sloped downwards and curved to the left. It was quite steep and could be occasionally mildly treacherous when there had been heavy rain, but it was dry 
and after a number of years of doing this same walk, Chloe had learned all the specific places to step, to weave in and out of the more rough ground areas. And after a few side steps and a couple of hops over ditches, she had reached the bottom of the hill. She wouldn't describe it as being in a valley, as the ground on either side of her wasn't that high. She walked slowly now, catching her breath from the mild amount of physical effort she had put into safely making her way down the side of this slope. Ahead of her, she could see a break in the tree line. Harsh sunlight seemed to almost bleach the grass and the leaves of the trees from green to a almost green-tinted white. Even if it hadn't been that bright earlier, being in the canopy of this area seemed to make walking out into the light a slightly harsh experience. But she knew this. She was aware of it. It happened every time. So as she continued walking, just before she stepped out of the shadows into the light, she popped her sunglasses on. And then it was fine. Everything appeared normal. Up ahead of her was quite a steep rise of a hill with a path that led directly upwards. Sometimes she did go that way, but she felt if she was going to have to walk up quite a steep path, she should go for one which at least provided slightly more interesting views. So she turned left and walked along an area which was much better described as a valley than the previous location. The sweeping hills on either side of her and a small stream that ran at the lowest point. Although at the moment, because it had been quite dry recently, the stream was nothing more than an area that was slightly damper than everywhere else. The first time she had made this specific journey, she wasn't aware of this and put her foot right in an area that was fairly muddy. She had not made that mistake since and always gave that particular stretch of ground quite a wide berth. She carried on walking. It was uneventful. She followed a path that quite narrow, 
This route was often favoured by people on mountain bikes and BMXs. As the ground was nice and firm and went up and down in quite a pleasing way, if you were on one of those types of bicycles. But today, there was no bicycles. It was just her. And that was fine. As she carried on walking, up ahead, she gradually became aware of the sound of a helicopter somewhere. She carried on walking, and eventually, she saw it far off in the distance. She wasn't too sure what type of helicopter it was, who owned it, what its purpose for flying was. And that was fine, because it didn't affect her, so she ignored it. And gradually the sound got quieter and quieter. And by the time she reached the crossroads, she could not hear it at all. She decided to turn right. The path to the left would take her pretty much straight back to the car park eventually, but she wasn't ready to stop walking yet. She wasn't sure exactly where the path in front of her led, but after having travelled this area for a number of years, she could make an educated guess to where it would come out. But the path to the right, where she was going to walk now, took her up quite a steep hill. The first few times that she walked up it exhausted her. By the time she made it up to the top, she would have to sit down and have a long drink of water just to recover. But she was used to this now. She could do it all in one go without having to stop and catch her breath halfway up. And so she walked up the hill. It was quite steep and the ground was in places quite uneven. But like with the previous hill she had walked down, after doing it a number of times, she knew where the best places to stand, where she should avoid. And then after a couple of minutes, she was at the top of the hill. She stopped and turned around and had a look at the area in front of her, all of the hills and trees. From this point, she couldn't see any man-made structures, excluding the paths that had been worn from many years of people also walking on them, but those could have been caused by animals. For miles around, she couldn't see anybody else. No 
other people. Just the sound of wind and her own breathing. So she turned and carried on walking. After a few hundred yards or so, she got to another crossroads. The path to the left and right ran along the crest of the hill, but the path ahead of her went through quite a dense wooded area. She knew from previous experience it's not worth going down this bed if it's been raining at all in the last couple of weeks. But it had been dry. And so she knew it was perfectly fine to walk along this area. So she did. Huge trees towered above her. At ground level, a lot of bushes. Sharp pointy ones in some places. But she knew the best route to take to avoid the majority of any problem areas. Although it did mean that she had to step over a few quite large logs, sidestep a few ditches that were filled with water. So she carried on walking. Over more logs, over a few more ditches, all following the footpath that not many people travelled on. Usually because it was just easier to stick to the main ones. But she liked this one. It was complicated and quite temperamental, but it was interesting. Sure, it did have its problems, but you couldn't say it was boring. And after all, this area added some much-needed variety to the route that she enjoyed taking. She'd started walking in this area many years ago, just doing a small lap just around the area near where she had parked her car. Then gradually over the months and years that followed, her route grew and was adapted and expanded. Until now, It was roughly about nine miles or so in length. She occasionally thought about maybe adding some more areas onto her route, trying somewhere else just to see if there was anywhere else that she was missing. But she thought that nine miles was probably enough for a casual mixed terrain walk and anything above that could 
overcomplicate things a little bit. After a few more logs and avoiding a few more ditches, she emerged from this heavily wooded area and she was now on the side of a very wide path. Ground was graveled and vehicles did use it a bit more frequently than anywhere else, but mainly for logging and that kind of thing reasons. She wasn't too sure. She had seen logging trucks in the area occasionally, so she assumed it was mainly that that the road was used for, although she was aware that there was a quarry nearby, but she was sure that there was a proper road closer to the entrance to the quarry, so it was unlikely that any of their vehicles would use this path. She carried on walking, stopping occasionally and rehydrating herself. She walked down wide paths, narrow paths, hilly paths, all of the different terrain that was available to her. Eventually she arrived in an area that had a large pool in it. There wasn't many ducks or any other waterfowl. It wasn't really big enough to entice much wildlife. She knew that there were other areas that were much more interesting for birds and stuff. So she just assumed that they all went there. She sat on a bench that looked out over the water. The bench was shaded by a number of trees. She watched a dragonfly hover over the water, its wings causing minute ripples in the surface. She decided she would stand up and carry on walking. And so she did. The path that she was on followed the curve of the water. And as she got onto the side that was pretty much opposite where the bench was, usually she'd carry on walking, but she noticed a different path. Hmm, she thought. I've not noticed that before. I wonder where it goes. She had a think, tried to picture the area that she was in on a map. 
she roughly knew where that direction led, but hadn't really walked that way before. There were a few long and boring and slightly steep paths in that direction, so she tended to avoid them. She'd much rather walk for a longer distance, surrounded by interesting things to look at and see, than go up just a wide gravel path that just had the same types of trees on for far too long. But she thought, let's do something different today. So she turned and started walking. The path was heavily shaded and cut through an area of barely dense woodland. It was a slight rise at first, but then it dipped back and then flattened out. At first she thought it was quite boring. It was just pine trees, she thought. They looked like pine trees. They were quite tall and looked piney. So she assumed they were pine trees. Path curved to the right, then to the left, and then gradually back round to the right. Hmm, she thought. She was confused. She assumed this path would be quite straight and lead on to another path that she was slightly more familiar with that was roughly in this direction. But with the couple of twists and turns, she wasn't sure exactly where it was leading her. Although the woodland was quite dense before, it seemed to be getting denser. Ground on either side of the path was getting steeper and steeper, with her walking in the middle of quite a narrow valley. And then, all of a sudden, the path stopped. Up ahead of her was a steep hill, but there was no discernible path there, and there was nothing on either side. In fact, since she deviated from her original track, there had been no branches off of the path. It was just one single straight road. A few feet in front of where the footpath ended, there was something unexpected. She walked over, trying to get a better look. It was a large hole. Its sides were very smooth 
and it was a perfect circle. It looked man-made, but its purpose was unclear. Chloe walked closer and closer until she was almost directly next to the hole. It looked like a cylinder of earth had just been removed from existence, creating this void in the landscape. And right in front of her, on the edge of the hole, there was a ladder. Hmm, she thought. Wonder what it is. She had a look around, trying to see if there were any signposts, anything warning her of the big hole in the ground, or telling her not to go in it. But there wasn't. So she decided it was probably fine. She took a few steps forward and bent over, trying to look into the hole. It was a low level of mist which seemed to obscure anything past a certain point. So she wasn't exactly sure how deep it went. She moved to the ladder that had bits that stuck out onto the surface. She gave it a bit of a wobble, testing how secure it was, and it did feel very secure. Hmm, she thought, well I've not seen this before. And I don't know what it is. So I'll go down the ladder and into the hole and see what happens. And so that's exactly what she did. She bent over and first put her right leg on one of the steps on the ladder. Pivoted her body a bit more and then her left leg was on, and now she was in the perfect position for ladder use. She took a deep breath, and went lower and lower with every step. Cool metal of the ladder under her hands and feet. After a few minutes, she regretted not counting how many steps down she had taken. It was quite a high number, but luckily she didn't feel tired by the whole situation. If anything, the further she went, the lighter she felt. It was very confusing. And then eventually, 
felt so light that she turned around her whole orientation of her body. Though she was still going in the same direction, but she was now climbing up the ladder. She knew she hadn't traveled far enough to actually pass through the entirety of the earth because she was sure that that would take a significantly longer time than the five or so minutes that had passed so far. But either way, she carried on climbing and went higher and higher, but at the same time, deeper and deeper into the hole. Eventually, above her, she could see light. The layer of fog made it difficult to see anything else apart from light, but there was definitely light. So she carried on going, step after step. Then eventually, she reached the top. It wasn't the bottom. It was all very confusing. By this point, she was admittedly a little bit tired. So when she reached the top, she lifted herself off and then sat on the edge, her legs dangling back into the hole that she had just somehow descended and then ascended all in the same direction. She had a drink of water and then decided to look around at her surroundings. She was very confused. It looked exactly like the way she had just gone in. But that didn't make any sense. She had definitely been going in the same direction. Hmm, she thought. She looked up to the sky. It looked normal. The trees looked normal. The path that she had been walking on before looked like it was pretty much the same path. But there did seem to be something about it. She wasn't sure what, but it did seem a bit different somehow. She wasn't sure what to do. Should she go back down into the hole and then come up the other side? Was she in a new place or was this the same place she was before? Perhaps her actual location hadn't changed. Perhaps travelling through the big hole had changed her. She wasn't sure. So she just shrugged and decided to go home. She followed the path back, got back to the pool, and continued on her usual path for a little bit until she got to a point that she knew she could turn down that would cut off a few miles from the walk that was more of a 
direct route. The whole time, looking around, trying to see anything that was any different, but there wasn't anything. Everything looked exactly as it had before. Eventually, she was back at the car park. Her car was still there. From what she remembered, the other cars that had also been there were still there. She started walking to her car, reaching into her jacket pocket to find her keys. Just as she reached her car, she happened to notice somebody at the corner of her eye. He had a big hat on and green clothes. Ah, she thought, that's one of the people who work for the organization that cares and maintains for this woodland area. Maybe he will know about the hole. She put her keys back into her pocket and walked over to him. She cleared her throat. Excuse me. The man looked up from the piece of paper that he was reading that contained statistics about bushes on it. Yes, he said. Chloe looked around. She wasn't too sure how to ask this question. But she thought, well, I'll just go for it. I was just walking and I found a big hole. Ah, said the man. The big hole by the small pool? Yes, said Chloe. I was wondering, what is it? Ah, said the man. That is our newest attraction. It's a hole to a parallel universe where everything is exactly the same as it is here. Oh, said Chloe. Hold on, does that mean there's another one of me? The man shrugged. Probably not. You see, if there is another one of you, she would have also gone down the hole. Ah, said Chloe. That makes sense. Hold on, how do you know I went down the hole? Well, I get quite a lot of people asking me this question. They all go down the hole. Oh, okay, said Chloe. Yes, said the man. We received quite a large amount of funding recently. We couldn't decide what to do with it. So we decided to go for a hole to a parallel universe that is exactly the same as our own. It was a cheaper option than building a big play park or something. Chloe nodded. Okay, thank you. Bye, said the man. 
Ah, said Chloe. Oh, that's interesting. So she returned to her car, got in it, and went home. the end of this week's episode if you've enjoyed it don't forget to subscribe leave a review tell a friend that kind of thing anyway thanks for listening and i'll see you next time sleep well <laughs>